you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager of Evergreen Crossings Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I'm Hollis Hartman, Director of Sales for Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk Assisted Living and Memory Care. Every episode, we sit down with industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way so that we can then share it with our listeners, Connecticut seniors and their families. Now, many people today do not feel safe either at home or when they're out. What are the causes? What are the solutions? Crime is increasing in today's era rapidly, and government agencies lack the ability to counter that. Most people are feeling rather afraid even when they're staying at home. So in this show, we are sitting down and talking with Dennis Golden. He's the author of the book, What to Know, Do, and Say to Be Safe. And he's also the president of IamSafe.com. He's done some extensive training on the whole aspect of feeling more safe and what you can do about it. Welcome to the show, Dennis. Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. So your book is What to Know, Do, and Say to Be Safe. What's the number one thing that you um, encourage people, especially women, but all people, about keeping themselves safe? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, everybody says, you know, be aware. And when you're thinking about being aware, everybody thinks that well, what that means is sort of look around you in your environment. But it really is a number of things. That's a good start. But you also want to be in a situation where you're saying, if something happens, what would I do now? Uh, what, what would be my plan of action? So we talk about something we talk about called an experience library, uh, which is kind of an interesting thing. When you go to a normal library, you know, you'll find that books are uh, broken out by children's books, adult books, history, and what have you. Uh, but an experience library really stores all of the things in one place in your mind. So by having a plan of action, by thinking about what you would do, where you would do it, uh, really is a tremendous help in terms of having some next steps that you can take pretty quickly without thinking about it so you're not that deer in the headlights when something happens. So that's interesting. So you're saying uh, step one is to be more aware, and that in itself is big because a lot of people are yeah, lost in their deal. own thoughts, especially whether they're going to the grocery store, walking to their car, assuming things are that they're safe, assuming things are normal, things are fine. And also I think in, in their subconscious they have the thoughts of like, it could never happen to me. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It'll happen to somebody else. But unfortunately, to the other person, you're somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So step one is to become aware. Then you're saying step two is know what to do if something should happen. So let's look at our classic listeners, usually seniors who are still at home. And if we can get them to be more aware of making sure their doors are locked and they have uh, not, they, they know what to do next in the event. What kind of steps would you recommend to them to be ready to know what to do next? Well, I think the, really the biggest thing is if something does happen, in other words, you're, you, you know, you have your door locked, but what happens if someone comes into your apartment? What happens if someone comes into your condominium? What are you going to do? So uh, we always recommend, for example, that you keep your cell phone and your car keys in your in your bedroom area. We recommend that if something happens, that's a safe place to go to. Perhaps in your bedroom, you might also have a bathroom that's off of that particular bedroom. Are those doors secure? 
uh, that you can lock? Can you make a phone call? Having communication with you is, is very important. So carry a cell phone with you. Uh, I personally have a watch that I can communicate on, the Dick Tracy watch, if you will. So at any point in time, I'm able to communicate. So if you're in a situation and you're having danger, and you don't have a cell phone with you, well, if you have your car keys and you hit that alarm button, now that car that car is going to start beeping like crazy, and people say, what's going on here? So you want to be able to draw attention to yourself. One that, of the, oh, sorry. No, no, Bill. go ahead. One go of ahead. the things I You're have loud. found, I will <laughs> visit um, um, some of the folks at their home, and I'll ring the doorbell. They're not expecting me, but they open the door, and they welcome me and come in because maybe I look safe, but... <laughs> I'm amazed at the people that will open their door to me. Before they've actually met you. Before they really? know who I am and they'll let me in their house. I, I think older people tend to be more trusting. Uh, and uh, it, it, and I, I'm saying you have, you have to trust certainly life around you and you can't live in fear. But there's a difference between living in fear and being aware. I always talk about the fact that you need uh, you know a plan and a backup plan. And I, I love what the, uh, the Navy SEALs say. Well, remember, there's a whole alphabet behind Plan A and Plan B. So what are the steps you're going to take? And what people don't realize, for example, if you are facing an intruder, you know, what do I do to protect myself? And uh, a cane, for example, is, is an excellent tool. And that can be carried on an airplane. It can be taken anywhere. And by law, you cannot be prevented from taking a cane anyplace. Mm. So it's a very effective tool. Your kitchen is an armory <laughs> in terms of, you know, things that are available to protect yourself. So I think you look for any number of things. But the, the thing about all this is to have the mindset. If something goes wrong, what am I going to do? And if that doesn't work, what am I going to do next? Let's look at some scenarios that seniors might find themselves in going to the store. Okay. What about it? <laughs> what kind of, what, what, uh, number one, getting them to be aware of where they're parking, who's parked around them, uh, the distance from the, from the store entrance, that kind of thing. What are the things do you recommend that they think of about what they would do in the event of a problem? Well, first of all, you want to stay off your cell phone. Uh, and I think you want to have your hands free. You certainly want to be able to open your car easily, be able to put something in. A lot of the cars today have an automatic locking system. Some cars will open all four doors when you hit the button. Some cars only open one. So kind of understand how your car operates. Once you get in that car, the next thing you want to do is you want to be sure your doors are locked. And if someone comes up to that car and tries to get in, you have a couple of options. You can simply drive away or you can open the window. Opening the window is not a good thing to do. And I think... Um a lot, the bad guy, if you will, the bad guy. I think um, uh, count counts on the element of surprise, right? They do, and that's why it's important to be aware of who's walking near you and around you and, and next to you, right? Well, I, the other thing I would say to you too is, you know, we we sort of think about bad guys, but you have to remember that there are women also involved in a lot of these crimes. And many times women and children are used so that they can disarm you mentally uh, so that you think, well, what, what could happen here? I mean, we find that there are, uh, you know, young, young kids being taught how to go through dog doors to get into a house. So, I mean, all kinds of different things can happen. So don't just because somebody looks the part, uh, for example, if somebody arrives and they're in a Roman collar, well, okay, fine, they're safe. Well, maybe not. 
So those are all the kinds of things you have to think about. What kind of self-defense things should you keep close at hand when you're out and about? Well, I think a couple of things. If you're traveling, for example, two things I always recommend to people. The first is carry a rubber wedge with you. So if you're in a hotel room, take that rubber wedge and put it under the door. Because in any hotel, it's very easy to get into your room. You mean room. like a rubber doorstop? The rubber doorstop, exactly. Put yep. it under the door. Uh, and you put it uh, not where the door opens, but where the hinge is, and it, down on the floor. The other thing is a flashlight. Because so many times you'll get a power outage. And now what do you do? You have no lights to work with. So if you have a light and you have a way to protect yourself in a hotel room, that works. And this, the other thing with that, too, is that people presume if they're at a hotel that those doors are safe. Well, not really, because I can not tell you the number of times when I've walked into a room and there's been somebody else in there because they gave me the wrong key or that key wasn't deactivated properly. We're sitting down talking with Dennis Golden, author of the book, What to Know, Do, and Say to Be Safe, available on Amazon. Now, why did you, uh, first of all, how can people get in touch with you if they want to talk to you? Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me is, is uh, just send me an email at Dennis at PCAaware.com, and, uh, and certainly that's one way to get a hold of me. And, of course, contact you guys, and uh, you can certainly put them in touch with me as well. And uh, after we air the show, it'll be on our podcast site on SeniorLiving-CT.com. And there's there'll be contact information there as well. Why and how did you go about writing the book, uh, What to Know, Do, and Say to Be Safe? Well, what we found was that so many self-defense books that were out there were all about defending yourself, how to use karate, how to use judo. And what we were discovering was that there was not a lot being written about some of the common sense things. So, for example, if we say to women, what do you think is a dangerous place? Well, parking lot, or I'm going to be... Uh, walking down the street or on a, on a trail. And we say, no, probably some of the most dangerous places are places like a hair salon. And everybody looks at, what do you mean? When you think about when women go into a hair salon, what do they do? Well, I'm going to be away next week, or we're going to be gone for two weeks, and we're going to go on this wedding, and we're going to go here. So we're not going to be around, and anyone around you can pick up that same information. Hair salons, nail salons, all of those are places you don't think about. The other thing is a lot of people will talk about being away on vacation. Hey, we're down here in the Bahamas. So you have automatically told someone we're away oh, from the house. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and so you Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. all of those particular things, and people are communicating like crazy. And, and elders are now using more and more social media. And here we are. And uh, so it's probably you want to talk about it when you come back, not when you're there. That's a good point, and I have heard of some crimes happening when they discover that people were talking about, well, we're going to, we're at the wedding, or we're going to the wedding, and then they know they're not, they're not at home. Uh, you mentioned earlier about carrying an index card. Tell us about that. Index card is interesting. What, uh, and I recommend carrying one uh, and a pen along with it or a pencil. And if you find yourself in a situation, you're driving down the highway, and you think, what exit am I at, or where am I? Right now, if I got a flat tire, how would I let the police or a tow truck know where I am? And if you find those kinds of situations or you're in a situation where somebody taps you on the shoulder and you didn't see them, those are the kind of things that you want to document on a daily basis for about a week. And at the end of the week, take a look at that index card and have you filled up one card or have you filled up two cards? And that sort of starts to train your brain to start to be looking around you and uh, engaging in life rather than sort of cruising through it. 
And uh, so many people are involved with their cell phones, they're involved with that type of thing where they're not really paying attention. And this is really to get you to focus on where you are right now. I know one of the things that I've thought about often is when I'm driving on the highway, how would I know what mile marker it is if I if exactly. I broke down and you can tell someone I'm at mile marker what? And that's why I I like the states that have changed the mile the the exit numbers by mile marker so you can know uh, give you a better idea of uh, where you are if you had to call for help. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because you know at one particular time I had gotten a flat on the highway and uh, when I did you know what wh- where am I now and when I called in they said well where are you I said I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> all right well we've been uh, meeting with Dennis Golden author of the book what to know do and say to be safe Dennis thank you for coming out and being on the show with us and thank you for having me all right you've been listening to senior living Connecticut I'm Bill Corbett from Evergreen Crossings Retirement and my co-host is Hollis Hartman from Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk Join us on the air every Saturday morning at 8.30 and listen to our podcast online at SeniorLiving-CT.com. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's family and adults to help them get the most out of life and to really enjoy the life they have now. Listen to us next week. We'll see you then. When I'm 64...